I'm Robin Amler of IBS Intelligence. You're listening to the IBS iViews podcast. With me is Reid Tausig, Chief Executive Officer of Outseer. We're talking about buy now, pay later, but perhaps unusually, we're talking about some of the potential pitfalls of buy now, pay later. And there are potential problems, Reid, are there not, with fraud on BNPL? Fraud in the credit card business, online purchasing is rampant to begin with, but we are expecting to see a movement towards buy now, pay later. It's already started, I'm sure, that takes advantage of some of the, frankly, some of the holes that buy now, pay later presents to the market and and to the people who are trying, banks who are trying to stop fraud. You know, specifically, the customer base for buy now, pay later is going to tend to have a much larger percentage of what are known as thin file customers. And and what that means is that these customers don't have a lot of credit history. You don't really know who they are. You don't really, can't really track them over time in terms of are they reliable buyers. Uh, And what that does is it provides the fraudsters with a great opportunity to create synthetic identities, people that don't really exist, and also account takeover in that you probably are not going to have the kind of, of location, device recognition, the, you know, the tools that are generally used uh, in terms of authenticating a buyer, authenticating a customer. And, and really what it comes down to in all forms of online fraud, uh, is Robin really Robin? Is, is this really the person that is supposed to be doing this deal? Uh, and that's what we do at Outseer is we do uh, account authentication to ensure that Robin really is Robin uh, using a variety of techniques uh, that we've developed over the years across you know several hundred banking customers uh, that that have have been our customers for the last 20 years plus I suppose it's inevitable that fraud is going to come to buy now pay later because anything that's seen as a successful financial vehicle is going to attract the interest of fraudsters well and I think there's you know there's other opportunities in buy now, pay later that are not as readily presented in other forms of credit, if you will. And I mean, that is the people who are buying a product who intentionally have no desire or no intention of actually paying for it at any point in time. Uh, you know, buy now, pay later is really a, a new twist on the, the 1950s layaway plan. The difference was in the 1950s, you gave the merchant money, and when he finally paid for the product, he gave you the product. In this case, it's it's reversed. Uh, you don't give the merchant any money, but he gives you, he, that person, that company gives you the product first. So there's clearly an opportunity, and, and, and there's blogs, it's already started, where there is no intention of paying for the product. But that's not really what we're trying to solve for. You know, that's, that's a, a credit issue not so much an identity issue, if you will. What we're trying to solve for uh, specifically are these synthetic identities, uh, which we think are gonna be rampant uh, in buy now, pay later, as well as account takeover. Um, that's, that's really our focus. What's the payments industry itself doing? What's been the payments industry's reaction to this? Yeah, the numbers that I saw in preparation for this discussion uh, was that 17 million consumers in the UK alone have participated in buy now, pay later. What is that? Like roughly 30% of the UK population? It's uh, about it, that. Yeah, right. With 4 billion pounds of commerce already. So, I mean, clearly there's an appetite for it. And, and I mean, you can see why, you know, in a normal 
credit card, uh, revolving credit card purchase, if you're buying uh, products and services on a credit card and you're planning on paying for it over time rather than paying off your credit card every month, you know, you could be paying 18% interest or whatever the interest rates are. I mean, they're, they're all high. Buy now, pay later says, well, look, over the next six months, we'll provide you the opportunity to make six monthly installments with no interest charges um, whatsoever. So, I mean, it's really a, a terrific marketing tool for companies to be able to provide uh, their customers with a cheaper form of, of acquiring these products and services. So you can see why it's popular. There's, the thing know, no that question. worries me is that you have people taking on debt and what happens when they can't service it. That's a whole separate issue I appreciate to the one we're discussing here because you're going but you're, to be but you're right, by the way. You're, you're right. I think it's going to be a train wreck. I, I mean, it, it has every element to be a train wreck. It really does. Well, well let's, let's move on from that particular train wreck to the issue of who am I? I am yeah. who I say I am. I know I'm me, but nobody else does. And they're going to be checking. Yeah, they already do, by the way. I mean, so when you log into your bank, you know, one of the big UK banks, whoever, Barclays, Lloyds, whatever, whatever the case might be. When you log in to do your banking services, check your check your balance, pay a bill, whatever you're going to do, there's extensive checking that goes on in terms of is Robin really Robin? Uh, and it's based on device recognition, it's based on location, it's based on biometrics. Uh, in other words, how do you use your keyboard? Uh, all of these kinds of uh, capabilities are used by all of the banks, actually all financial institutions and, and others as well, retailers to make a determination as to whether you really are Robin. Uh, there's a lot of effort, a lot of money is spent in terms of stopping the level of crime that exists online. And, and it's rampant, by the way. It continues to go up every year. I think the last number I saw was, was something like $17 billion a year in online credit card fraud that occurs on a, on a global basis. And, it, and it's growing at like 7 to 10% a year. Isn't the one of the specific problems we have with buy now, pay later right now, the fact that it is almost unregulated? It is unregulated. Um, I, I understand that at least one of the big credit bureaus, Experian, uh, UK-based Experian, is going to start adding buy now, pay later transactions to your credit score as part, as you know, a first step towards putting some kind of fences around this whole thing. And I also think that the banking regulators are at some point in time, we're going to step in on this and, and put some regulations around it in terms of making sure that, that there isn't rampant fraud uh, around it. But you know the, the problem they deal with, and it's the same problem that credit card companies deal with, I, I mean, really, the, the opportunity for fraud, whether you're using a credit card or buy now, pay later, is identical. It's just a new vehicle a new pathway, if you will, for that consumer to buy something. But as I said, the bigger problem is that they're basically usually thin, thin file customers. You know, people deal with that in the credit card industry as well. I mean, having a thin file customer is, is not something new. And But typically what happens is that the credit card companies will say, okay, you, we'll give you an opportunity to establish credit either through a prepaid card, you know, which is effectively a debit card, but demonstrates your ability to fund that account, use the card, refund the account, 
Uh, and then, you know, the next step is, okay, fine, we'll give you 500 pounds credit, for example, but that's all, that's all we're going to give you until you demonstrate a propensity to or show us that you have the ability to repay the debt. Why now is- pay later? doesn't right now doesn't seem to have those kind of rails on it. So, you know, I could go in and buy a, an Apple iPhone for $1,200, for example, on buy now, pay later. And, and there you have it. Well, this, of course, is the, a problem of a consumer education, and it's a recurring problem of consumer education. Lots of people spend on credit cards and don't realize they're spending the bank's money and that the bank's going to want it back and going to want it back with interest. And they will look at buy now, pay later as an extension of their spending power, not as what it actually is, which is money they've borrowed. And and that's a good point, by the way. In other words, it it becomes cascading. So now that I've generated, I'm at the limit of my credit card debt. Let's say I I have 2,500 pounds of credit card debt, and so I can't use my credit cards anymore. Uh, Now what do I do? And that may very well be buy now, pay later. So I'm simply adding to that debt. It's, it ends up becoming a, uh, you know, effectively a mountain of debt uh, on this whole thing. So what we're looking at is a mountain of debt with potentially, we're looking at fraud potentially, and we're looking at it, going back to the point we, we were discussing earlier, we're looking at it in an unregulated environment. It sounds like the fraudsters are going to have a, uh, an opportunity to, uh, you know, have their cake and eat it too here, right? So it's going to be a field day for somebody. A lot of the banks, a lot of our customers are beginning to offer buy now, pay later capabilities in order to remain competitive. And what we're doing right now as an initial step to put a product into the market, understanding that the outseer predominantly sells to issuing banks, that that is really our business, is to provide them with a service that if a customer buy something with a credit card, uh, many of these banks are offering buy now, pay later alternatives. So, you know, I, I get online, I go to a jewelry store to buy my wife, uh, you know, anniversary present, for example. And as soon as I do that credit card purchase, the bank will step up and say, by the way, rather than using the credit card, would you prefer to use a buy now, pay later vehicle? And if they say, and, and the advantages are, you're not going to pay interest on it, we'll give it to you in six, you know, equal monthly payments. And as long as you make those payments, there are no charges to you. Uh, and if you don't make the payments, then the, the interest rates become much like credit card do. So as soon as the customer says, yeah, you know, I'll take advantage of that buy now, pay later, we step in at that point in time um, to authenticate you. We have a lot of experience in this and that uh, Outseer has been a principal provider for 3D secure software to the major banks on a global basis. So we do operate globally uh, all over Europe. Actually, about 35, 40% of our total business is in Europe, UK, and specifically is a very strong market for us. Uh, And so what we did, recognizing that we're already in this business with our 3D secure capabilities, is we added to that platform a buy now, pay later solution. So that existing customer who's doing a 3D secure transaction, if the customer wants to move to buy now, pay later, which obviously isn't covered under 3D secure, we can provide them extensive, basically the same kind of benefits that we provide our customers for a 3D secure transaction. And I think that's pretty powerful. I mean, 3D secure has been has demonstrated in the UK and Europe that it's a superior solution in terms of 
combating credit card fraud. It really does work. And it's moving into the U.S. finally as well. I mean, the U.S. merchants have been, you know, kind of post-traumatic stress syndrome ever since verified by Visa. They, they've been unwilling to touch it. But, you know, due to regulations in Europe, and, and I believe that, that PSD2 is coming into effect in, what is it, March 14th in the U.K., I think. So right around the corner. So we looked at that and said, you know, our 3DS server that we built was really built as an outgrowth of our other risk-based authentication products. So it has much broader capabilities than just 3DS. And, and uh, that being the case, we said, well, you know, let's take advantage of the holes in buy now, pay later and provide our customers with a solution that has been proven in the marketplace with the 3DS products to uh, combat fraud. And, and, and that's why we did this. And, and you know, I, I agree with you entirely that uh, the lack of regulation, the just the opportunities for abuse as buy now, pay later has kind of, you know, popped itself into the marketplace are going to have to be corrected at, at some point in time. But in the meet and, and, and it's never the, the abuse is never going to go away. But we, we feel that our customers are and we've got a lot of input coming back from our customers. They're very, very interested uh, in this capability that we put together. Thank you very much, Reed Tausig, Chief Executive Officer of Outseer.